Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. As we've talked about on previous episodes, fatherlessness can be a really harmful thing for kids, and boys especially can feel that absence. I'm John Fuller, and Danny Huerta is with me. And Danny, as you work with clients, what are some of the signs that just kind of indicate to you there's an absent father issue going on here? The most obvious one is a hunger for affirmation. Just wanting feedback. Am I good enough? Am I enough? And depending on their personality. It doesn't come out verbally, though. So what's the behavioral aspect of that? Uh, Sometimes it's uh, no limits, no boundaries or limits, and they're just looking for ways to be noticed. Hmm. And that could be with showing off or acting out in in class or even just coming up and and, uh, not knowing how to have a real solid conversation and clearly looking for affirmation by it being all about themselves yeah. or uh, what I see is sometimes a lack of respect where they haven't been taught that uh, from a parent and especially a father. Well, we're going to listen now to a conversation featuring Scott McNaughton and John Smithbaker. They have a great ministry and they work with fatherless boys. Here now is Jim Daly. Scott, you also have a father story. Yes. Um, share that with us. Well, mine started out in the way back in the mountains of eastern Kentucky where my parents actually ran a children's home. So I grew up in a children's home where there were 50 children that were either wards of the state or orphans, and uh, it was a Christian school. It was a a farm uh, that we all grew up on and lived on for the first uh, 11 years of my life. And uh, my dad was both a pastor and he was an agronomist. Uh, he had his uh, master's in agriculture, so his uh, he had a dual purpose of helping mountain folks make the best use of their two-acre plots on the side of the Kentucky mountainside in Appalachia. And um, mm. so I was exposed to fatherlessness uh, at a very early age because the children that I grew up with, and uh, and so it was always a part of my heart, but I I never thought that I myself would become fatherless. As I mentioned, my dad was a pastor. We left uh, Kentucky uh, when I was about 12 and um, ended up in uh, Lander, Wyoming, and where my dad was the organizing pastor of the church that actually started Fathers in the Field, and of which the church I am now the pastor. But oh, the story has quite a, a middle gap uh, there where... My dad got an unbiblical divorce from my mother after 33 years, and uh, he was excommunicated from the church, and he uh, he never repented of that and made excuses like John's dad uh, did as well uh, for 26 years. Hmm. But through faithful prayers of our family and, and many, many others, uh, even in the church uh, that he started that still loved him greatly, he repented uh, just uh, and actually asked my mom for forgiveness just a year and a half before she died. That's powerful. Uh, and so there is the the story where God truly intervened both in my dad's life and in my life and, and many yeah. of our uh, family's life and church family. Let's move in these next few minutes to the ministry um, that you um, lead, Fathers in the Field. Describe it, the accomplishments, what your big goal is, what you'd love to see happen. Uh, John, what does it look like? Yeah, that's a great question. Thanks. 
the mission of fathers in the field um, is to really intentionally deal with the father wound that resides in these fatherless boys. Not to gloss over it, not to pretend it's not there, but to speak honestly and openly with them. And as I said earlier, the path that the Lord took me on is really what we want to tell these boys. So we intentionally have men commit to them for over a three-year period and make an intentional commitment into their life with a signing ceremony that puts this commitment down. Because part of the wound is understanding that men have let them down their entire life. Right. And one commitment, one broken promise after another is happening to them all the time through relationships, through people with good intentions that aren't falling through. Whatever it is, that callous and wounds on their heart develops over time. So we understand that it's going to take some time to peel those Callous well, in back. reality, they may be the first man in that boy's life who actually kept his promise, well, which you, is so critical. Well, it is. Well, it's the beginning of the healing process is the word commitment and a man to live up to it. Part of what we do is coach and mentor these mentor fathers to say, listen, it doesn't matter at all for the first year what you say to this boy. He's not even listening to one word you're saying. It's like Charlie Brown talked to him. Mm. What matters is when you say... You're going to pick him up at 8 o'clock to bring him to Sunday school and church. And that car or truck rolls up in front of his driveway. His heart will leap for joy yeah. because a man lived up his commitment. Because fatherless boys across this country have looked out to the window when somebody has promised to show up, and they do not. Man. So that is what helps. Then when they see that you actually are living up to your commitment over a period of time, then they're willing to listen to what you have to say. And credibility, credibility mm -hmm. and trust. And that's when we say, like we said earlier, son, I have something very important to tell you. Yeah. And, and the part that I didn't get to say is because that credibility and relationship has been established, this boy asked the most grace-filled question of that mentor father after the mentor father shared what he needs to do. He say, they all say the same thing. I will never do that. But they ask, but why should I? And that is a powerful question from a followers boy who didn't want to learn before. Now is signaling he wants to learn because he asked that question. Why, why should I forgive my father? That feeling of being important to someone else is so beneficial to a child, especially a boy's growth. And uh, Danny, I'd like to ask you to describe what boys are looking for from either their father or the father figure that uh, God might have in their lives. Yeah, I really believe at, at the core it's direction and they're looking for, for affirmation. Uh, they're looking for someone who's going to build them up, encourage them, but also push them to the very limits that they think possible. That's ideal, right? But at, at, at the simplest level, a, a, a boy or a child is looking for encouragement, words that are uh, there to build them up, but also time to build them, uh, being available, being present, being a teacher of life to a child, whether it be working on cars together, gardening together, uh, cleaning the garage together, uh, helping in the kitchen together, whatever it is, it's a togetherness where they're teaching them about life and instructing them, even about finances, mm -hmm. whatever it is, helping them know that it's everything's going to be okay, yet you need to push yourself. It's It's that wonderful opportunity that a father has with his children. Okay, so Danny, I'm thinking, how do I apply this to my role as a dad to a son? Mm -hmm. What is he in need of for me? 
particularly in regards to pushing. I want to push him, but he's 15, and it's really hard to know if I should push him to the point of almost breaking or at the first sign of resistance. What do I do with that? But it's a fine balance. There's no easy answer to that. It really... There's some kids that are natural risk takers that want to push the envelope, and those you need to draw back so that they survive. And then there's one, there are ones that uh, really need that extra nudge. Yeah, it's like their, their feet are nailed to the, to the floor. They're not going to go anywhere or do no. anything. Yeah, so you want, to, you want to be gentle with it, yet say, hey, I really believe in what you can do. And you're showing that confidence in them and say, hey, it's okay if you fail. This is, this is what it's all about, and I'm right here with you. I failed many times. Let's just push it and then let's celebrate afterwards that you tried it out anyway. And those, they're wonderful moments, John, that you don't want to miss out on. My son used to be a bit apprehensive. And I remember we went on this Adventures in Fatherhood outing in the wilderness. He got up on a rock and he just kept going to higher rocks. I stopped at the first one. <laughs> I said, That's high I think enough. I'm good, yeah. right? It was super freezing, very, very cold water. Uh, it took your breath away. He kept going to the top, and I got a tear in my eye watching him just push himself, uh-huh. knowing that over time we had gone through these moments where he didn't necessarily want to push himself. I remember when he was a little boy, I put my hand out, and I said, hey, just try him right here. Yeah. He took those few steps. It's that trust that's developed between a son and a dad over time that helps you with pushing him along the way. Well, we want to help however we can, whether you're working with fatherless boys or you're a dad trying to figure out what are those balances, what are the limits for me as a parent. And if you want to talk to somebody, uh, we do have counselors here on staff that can uh, discuss some things over the phone with you, and you can make an appointment. Uh, The show notes will have the details about that. We also have resources. You can find so many great resources, including Jim Daly's book, The Good Dad, Uh, Jim has written very transparently about his own journey as a dad, and I want to encourage you to get a copy of this. Make a generous donation to Focus on the Family today. We'll send a copy of that to you. And uh, by the way, we love getting listener feedback. Please leave a review for us. Now, next time, we'll continue the conversation about fatherlessness. And until then, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.